Welcome to the Soul Football Show, the home of personal opinions and reactions to all kinds of soccer events happening all around the world. Again, welcome guys to uh, um, the Soul Football Podcast for today. Um, on today's show, we'll be um, going into... Um, more like a build up to what we discussed in our first episode so um in the second episode we'll be uh, going into the world cup world cup proper um, because the world cup starts tomorrow and we uh, will be um touching on important um starts and roundup fixtures um to expect the first round of fixtures to expect um in the um long awaited world cup and also, um, building on um, our previous session, the previous episode, we'll also be having uh, another set of um, interaction and opinion on uh, Cristiano Ronaldo's interview with um, Piers Morgan, which is making waves and headlines until now. And I should also tell you that I'll be inviting a guest on the show. Stay tuned to know who the guest is. So, Wally, you're welcome on the Soul Football Podcast. I'm so happy to have Hi. you here. Hey, Stephen. I'm so happy myself to be here. Good. So, um, Wally, please, can you please tell our audience about yourself? Hey, guys. Um, Wally here. Um, I'm an added football fan and um, occasional player. Uh, I've been some. I've been a football fan since I was say about four, five, uh, some uh, twenty nine, thirty years ago. And so, um, I hit sleep, um, wake football basically. Oh, that's fantastic! <laughs> very happy to have you on the show once again. My pleasure. My pleasure. So, um, today we'll be going into um, talking about um, the forthcoming FIFA World Cup. And also, we would have a second thought to the um, Cristiano Ronaldo's interview with Piers Morgan. And yeah. um, that will just be a wrap for today. Fantastic. So, um, Fantastic. So to, 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 start, to start with, um, Wally, um, let, let's um, try to talk about the um, coming war. Okay. All right. Hi, Stephen, are you there? Taking place. Can you hear me, Wally? Yes, I can. Please go ahead. Yes. What are your thoughts on World Cup taking place in Qatar? Hmm. Right. So, uh, first off, I think um, that World Cup should have gone in Qatar. Uh, we all know what you know, what, what was um, alleged to have happened um, in the bidding process. But now we're here. It's a World Cup. I'm, I'm, I'm so excited. It's starting in the next couple of hours. And um, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing some... I'm, um, I, I, I'm, so, I'm so caught up in um, trying to predict the World Cup, basically. Uh, for the first time in, some while, in a while, actually, I'm unable to pick between, um, say, four or five different teams. However, uh, right off the bat, I would say I'm actually... Uh, uh, probably going to be a bit sentimental and say I support Brazil to win the World Cup this year. 
Is that oh, really? <laughs> is, is, is there a particular reason why you're supporting Brazil? So, um, remember I mentioned that I started, you know, I got into football I was here when I was four or five, yeah. Um, that was the, um, I was actually, yeah, four, five, six, there about. I was, uh, that was 1994 World Cup, and uh, I remember Brazil won that World Cup, and I was a big fan of the time. I mean, I liked a lot of the players. Um, funny, funny thing is, is that my favorite player was, was Argentinian, actually, um, named Redondo. However, the team that I preferred the Brazil. So since then, I've been a Brazil fan. Of course, apart from my, from my own home country, that is. Oh, okay, fantastic. Um, but um, on our last episode, uh, as a matter of fact, Opta, the stats company, actually predicted that Brazil is the most probable team to win the World Cup. But uh, my personal opinion, I do disagree because in the last five editions of the World Cup, um, Brazil have not won. If I'm not mistaken, the last time they won the World Cup was in 1998. Actually, it was 2002. Oh, oh, I see. 2002. So that's about four or five editions away from now. Mm-hmm. 20 years ago. Go, good. So, um, and we have not seen them even getting close to the final of any of these last five editions of the World Cup. So it's, um, it's, uh, and they've, and, and the interesting thing is that they've always had this crop of talented group of players. There has been no, 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 particular period where they were short of talent so we can't say talent is the issue here but i don't i i do not see brazil getting close to the final based on <laughs> as a matter of fact based on this historical historical part of the last four or five editions so i'm not just guessing i'm working based on fact and if you are going to tell me they have a group of talents now they've always had i don't know personal opinion about brazil national team so i'll, I'll tell you I'll, I'll do you one right i'll tell you a key difference in what brazil was and what brazil is now um we, we all know you know the samba these guys are called the samba boys i mean they like to uh you know show their skills and, and, and things of that nature uh you know we all love to enjoy that game, you know, play open football, dribbling, dribbling around, things of that nature. However, in the last couple of and I believe this started when uh, Brazil lost um, to uh, to Germany, seven goals to one. This was mm. in 2014. Yeah. There was a transition from the way they played, they used to play in terms of the skills and, and all that, to a more... European efficient kind of football. What that means is they still have their skill, right? However, they became a, a little more defensive. Um, what 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 that means is that they became more equipped to deal with um, the European teams and some other teams that might be um, quite, quite difficult for them to handle for, uh, on a normal basis, right? And so. Oh, are you giving them excuses for not win for not going to win the World Cup? No, so it, I mean the World Cup is not made for one team. I mean, I mean they are they are the um, the, the next team in, in the World Cup history. They won five times, right? But it's not mm, made yeah. for one team. So everybody mm. comes up with new ways to help us. Mm. Yeah, you should play a lot of football. 
and then it began to switch a little from that and became this thing that was very defensive against bigger teams, but clearly that's smaller teams. So you know, teams have become a lot more um, technical than flair like, and Brazil is not left out, but they still retain a lot of that flair, and they have some amazing young players coming up that would that that you you would be shocked with what they can do in this World Cup. I mean, like of Judy Junior, Martinelli, as young as he is, and they are actually. Um, a couple, uh, I mean, Rafinha as well, Anthony, Richarlison. Those boys are very hungry. They have a, a good mix of flair, skill, and um, technical abilities as well. So, it's been an amazing World Cup. Um, and, but, but before we go now, I would want to ask you, what um, is your, are, you, are you putting your money on? Okay, well, um, as a matter of fact, I do not have a favorite team uh, as we speak now. But uh, I I just know, I feel that Brazil will not win the World Cup. But I'm looking at Spain, Argentina, and um, and an, an outsider, an outsider team that people are not looking, uh, people are not expecting. Yeah. Um, um, an underdog, a complete underdog will just brings yeah. up to the semi-final. But I can't picture who the underdog will be. But in my head, I just I just have a feeling that this might be Argentina's time, being that it's the last edition um, for Lionel Messi. And um, I also... There's something about that Spanish team, although they did not take the gear, which would have been a fantastic option because um, I think the gear had a fantastic season. I said that on the last episode, the gear had a fantastic season. I do not know why Unai Simeone and um, other two goalkeepers will be ahead of the gear. I, I can't understand Luis Enrique's um, decision. Uh, however, I still think that that, that team can still do some magic they may not win but they may go far you know but uh the, the, the problem i have with the spanish national team is apart from not taking the care they do not have a uh a hungry striker the only how to have striker they have in that squad that i know is morata and of course we know the quality of morata is not is not going to score 20 25 30 goals in a season but of course is a decent striker you know you want to win the world cup you're going to be play, playing the best of teams i just know how morata is going to lead spain to glory I, I may be wrong but that's just the only cover to um to the Spanish night. Apart from that, I think they are good to go. Then I think Argentina might just be their time. Whoa. So, are you putting your money only on Brazil? No, actually, not only on Brazil. Brazil is just my first choice to win the World Cup, right? Um, Spain is not even it for me. Um, I think that team is kind of like this um, jointed. Um, I think, yes, they have some young players uh, are probably coming up, uh, but not that quality that we used to know Spain of, uh, Spain for, rather, excuse me. I mean, um, I'm, I'm not even speaking about when the likes of Xavi or Iniesta were in their prime. I'm talking about even before their prime. When, you know, Spain would be in the World Cup and, you know, get to the quarterfinals or uh, semifinals or something of that nature. Um, I, I, I don't see that kind of talent in Spain right now. In the Spanish restaurants, I don't see it at all. Um, I think the selections have not been exactly perfect uh, by the coach. I mean, Luis Enrique. Uh, I also agree with you that I mean, dropping a, a keeper as experienced as the gear, I think is wrong. Can, I mean, you, you can you, can, you shouldn't have three um, fresh bloods. I mean, a nice one has been. Uh, I mean, 
was the goalkeeper for them in the Euros, right? That, that was basically mm-hmm. his first uh, tournament for, for Spain. Yeah. The other two have not even been, I don't think I've even been um, uh, playing for Spain at any major tournament. I'm, I'm not even sure their caps are even up to two or three uh, between them. I mean, uh, Sanchez and Raya. And so, uh, that's, that's one thing you have to look at. Their defense, I think the only experienced player that, that, that has really been part of this, uh, the team for a while. Um, I would be, uh, you know, Aspilicueta and, um, you know, uh, Joy Alba. Yeah. You need people like, I know Ramos is kind of, you know, much older. Things, um, not way beyond his prime. You need people like that. Even if they're going to start, you need this experience mm. to guide the defense on, you know, what they should be doing. Mm. So, I, I, I see Spain as a very green on. And I think they'll, they'll probably get, you know, knocked out probably as early as the second round. You know, but they're, they're, to me, I'll take the dark horse as funny as it sounds. Would be at Argentina. That's one of the teams I'm, I'm actually tipping. And oh, if you notice okay. what I said earlier about about Brazil, Argentina also went that same route. They became a much more um, technically sound team. Um, you know, their coach Scaloni when he took over, he worked immensely on the defense. He realized that oh, we, we always have attacking players, attacking footballers. That talent is there, at attacking wise, they always be there. But to 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 match the European teams, they started going defensive as well with their with their I mean, uh, substantial defense rather. Um, I mean, uh, bringing some very very strong defenders, the likes of Martinez, the likes of uh, uh, Romero, experience of Otamendi, and a couple of other defenders that, that are you know doing well in, in what's work currently. As well, mm. that, that, that transition from that oh we have attack, fantastic flair players as well, wingers and the likes to a much more rounded team, solid team. So I see Atlanta being one of the dark horses in quotes, right? Again, Messi is my favorite footballer of all time. Trust me. Mm. I love that guy. Um, and I, I, saw, I see Atlanta also being a, 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 a bigger threat um, to maybe Brazil, like I mentioned earlier. Um, mm. And the other team I would say in, uh, in my mind that I think would probably be a, a major threat to would be Portugal, actually. <laughs> All right, let's see how it goes. It's okay, so Wally is taking his neck for um, Brazil, Argentina, and Portugal. By myself, I'm, 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 I'm going for possibly Argentina and Spain. So, uh, away from my favorite team. So, what I thought to Qatar hosting a World Cup, you know, it's very much unlike how it's always been. Uh, usually, uh, the World Cup is hosted in Europe. And now we have a completely different scenario where we are now, we know it used to be played in summer. Now we are playing the World Cup in November. It's strange. So, and the only reason why we're playing in November is because it is being hosted in Qatar. And of course, you must have heard some news about uh, the certain restrictions about uh, yes, football fans that they can't take drinks they can't hold their hands and a lot of laws that the europeans and the world at large are not used to so what do you think how do you think the world cup would go in this dimension so um i strongly believe that um the football will be great uh but i also but i do believe as well that apart from even the laws that might have a lot of consequence on the on, on the on the, on the football greatness Basically, um, it's hot currently, very hot actually, um, in Qatar. I mean, I was I was earlier today watching you know training of one of those teams, and they were really 
going back to take take bottles of water and all, and all that that to one side um in terms of the laws i i, I feel that might not necessarily um hinder the, the progress of the, of the world cup maybe it might make it a bit more controversial but when football and when football starts and when everybody is getting excited about the kind of um, results you are seeing kind of goals that are coming in excuse me I said it doesn't change the law of the game. The law in Qatar doesn't exactly. change the law of exactly. football. Um, I, 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 but, but however, I just feel like um, some guys took money, basically. Some guys took money to give that World Cup to, to Qatar. There was, uh, there was no other reason. I mean, that, that, that World Cup uh, you know, happened in Qatar at this time, basically. Some guys just took money and then, yeah. Yeah, let me um, to bust your bubble. Um, I think sometime last week, um, the former president said Blatter admitted that the only reason why uh, that it was a first he admitted it was a mistake that the World Cup has been hosted in Qatar, and of course we heard um some background information that of course corruption has to be the major reason why any World Cup would in Qatar, which I, I i think is the case and uh, but there's nothing we can do uh, about that at the moment we can only live to enjoy the world cup as it starts tomorrow Absolutely. Mm. so um the world cup um the first um uh, the first schedule starts tomorrow and um Qatar will be taking on ecuador um on the final note before we leave the world cup session how far do you think the host nation will go mm. I, I, I believe that if it's purely based on their footballing abilities, I don't see them going beyond the first round, right? Um, <laughs> however, I, I mean, I'm just trying to be as um, as objective and as in quotes brutal as possible, right? Um, however, I mean, if their fans can be that amazing, right? Like in, like what we saw in you know in 20, 2002, rather, excuse me, uh, where South Korea and Japan hosted. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember South Korea got to the semifinal. Uh, and it wasn't based on their footballing talent. I mean, it was a lot of, you know, fan support uh, for for their team, and they were able to just carry on with that to do to the semi-final. Um, also, if you are lucky enough to have, uh, you know, the uh, breaks going for them, I'm, I'm talking about you know referee decisions and, and things of that nature. Um, and then yeah, they could they could they could probably that up and maybe end up in the second round. But I don't see them. I mean, to do what they were able to do the best ever. Would be them end up in the second round, but beyond that, I, I really don't going to be a knockout stage. Really, hmm. okay. I, I think I agree with you. Um, because I, I do not know Qatar to be a footballing nation, and I, I do not really see them. In fact, it's it's let, let, let's call it a mistake that it was called World Cup is being played in Qatar, but we don't have a choice at the moment. Uh, but um. I personally do not um, see them going to the next round, uh, really. And if, if they manage to go to the next round, I don't see them going beyond that. Uh, so that, that's it about the world. Can you remind me of the, the two other teams in that group? Qatar, oh, Ecuador, and... Hello? Hi, Stephen, are you there? Can you hear me, Stephen? Uh, Ecuador, Senegal, and did you hear that? Sorry. Right. Great. Okay. Fantastic. Uh, so I really, now I'm going to. I'm changing my my prediction on Qatar. I think I'm going to come last. In that. 
So you believe Qatar are going to come last in the group? Basically. Okay. Well, I think I agree with you. I have always said that I don't see them going. I said about the World Cup. We leave um, as um, the World Cup um, unfolds. We will bring you the latest roundup and next in a subsequent episodes of the Soul Football Show. So, um, on the second part of our segment today, we will be touching on um, the interview um, Cristiano Ronaldo had with um, Piers Morgan, which is still making wave till now so um we uh in, in our last episode we talked uh, i gave my personal opinion on the interview and uh, what i feel about it although i'm not a manchester united fan and i'm not a ronaldo fanboy yeah so i'm a bit sentimental but I love um, the guy's achievement in football, really, and I like his rivalry with Lionel Messi. So it doesn't change much. But uh, I may not, not speak like a Ronaldo, Ronaldo fanboy, but I give my honest opinion about the issue. So on this second aspect, um, I want to look at it from the angle. First, before we move on, I already gave my opinion about the interview. Wally, would you like to share your thoughts about the Cristiano Ronaldo interview with Piers Morgan? Uh, thank you for actually letting me have that time to actually speak on this. It's very important. This uh, by using an example, basically. I mean, um, um, been in the um, blue collar uh, space for for a bit, right? You, I mean, you worked in yeah. office uh, yes. and all that. So I, I have as well. Um, and I'm sure a lot of people are going to be listening to this podcast uh, would have as well. Now. You know that thing when you actually are interviewing for a new job, right? And then they yeah. ask you about your previous job. Mm. And um, the expectation is that, the general expectation is that you, do not, you shouldn't have so much bad things. You should have good things to say about your, about your previous company. And then there should be a limitation to the kind of you know things you see in terms of negative, right? Mm. As a matter of fact, um, this um, H, uh, with my resources personnel actually check out the kind of comments you put out about the previous employee employers. Basically, um, it's not actually, not actually to, to say that oh, when you are treated badly, I mean, when you when you worked before, you shouldn't say anything, you shouldn't say anything about it. But really, it's to say that I, I, despite going through some of those things, you should look more at the positive side as well. Okay. Like, there's no way that you have seen someone something positive to take out of you know previous. Done. Um, either, either that was presented to you or you took that positivity. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? No mm. one wants someone that will come in and then turn to become toxic in their company. Right? Of course. Now, it, it takes me back to Ronaldo. I know, I know, I mean, from my own uh, perspective, the, the way that interview was, when that interview was, was released, um, the kind of questions that were asked, the kind of answers that were given, that Ronaldo put that interview together to ensure that he leaves my by January. That, that's that's mm-hmm. what I strongly believe, and I think what it did was to just you know what let's just blow this thing up. And once I blow this thing up, I'm gonna get, get what I want. Um, like you said earlier, I respect the man absolutely. I mean, he's done some fantastic things in football. I mean, it, 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 Ronaldo, uh, Messi, like, are changing the narrative about oh, like 32, 33, 34. I mean, you're. That's the end of it. Contribute so much more to football. Yeah, that changing that narrative. I mean, Ronaldo scored 24 goals last season for Man U. That mm. that that Man U basically. Um, it's still it's still it, I think it's still someone that can contribute majorly to a, to a to a good team. 
However, I feel like his ego is letting his ego override his um potential for for still contributing contributing in a, in a big team. Um, I understand that you know Tenagman have started doing what he did uh, in terms of not actually putting putting him in his team, but nothing beats when the coach is making progress with his with his team. Um, I, 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 but bottom line, um, once you are making that kind of progress, then whatever decision you, you decide to take, it's your decision basically. Mm-hmm. And um, I feel Ronaldo is taking this in the bad lights, and then is is mixed. I mean, to me, this ex- excuse, this excuse of oh, Old Trafford has remained the same from back when I was in, you know, back when I was there. Uh, this and that. Um, no tra- the training, the training ground is this. This is the same jacuzzi. Yeah, blah blah blah. To me, those are very, 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 very funny, ridiculous excuses. Mm-hmm. Uh, ridiculous. Um, I mean, he didn't start saying it. Um, the, the Manu fans, including their ex-players, said something similar, and I thought they were just ridiculous. I, I, I found them being that, oh, okay, we've lost, but these guys are spending money to buy players. Hmm. We can't blame them for buying players because they're actually spending the money. They're spending, I mean, Manu has spent the most money on buying players in the last three, four, five years. Can look mm-hmm. that up. Um, what else can we say? Um, what else okay. can we do there for? <laughs> Hmm. Now, thank you very much for sharing your opinion. And I think most um, football fans, even from the um, from my observation, most of the Manchester United fans are not even behind Ronaldo. That's how terrible the situation is. Many of them are behind um, Eric Ten Hag and Manchester United team because they think Ten Hag can push them forward. Now, um, another aspect to this interview is that um, we, uh, of course, you know Piers Morgan. Piers Morgan is an Arsenal fan. He cares less about Manchester United. Why would um, Ronaldo, a Manchester United legend, accept or grant Piers Morgan a chance to interview him? Now, if you, like you said, the way the interview was set up, it was not set up for Ronaldo to just... Um, uh, you know, how interview goes just a regular situation. Um, opinions. It was, it was, it was, it was like it was set up to tarnish or just vent at Manchester United. And I watched um, 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 Simon, um, I think the former owner of um, oh, Crystal Palace, and the way he had a conversation with um, Piers Morgan. Yes, yes, Simon Jordan. Yeah, he, he was asking him like. Why would they set up the interview in that nature? Do you understand? And it all boils down to the fact that um, Piers Morgan was actually using Ronaldo as possibly, let me, I can't say for a fact, was possibly using Ronaldo as a bait to get headlines. What are your thoughts that? So, bottom line is this, right? Um, as a journalist, I'm not a journalist, uh, but I have, I have an, I've been in media for some time. Um, I understand, you know, the other space works to some extent anyway. Um, I'm sure you also understand what I'm, what I'm about to say. You've been the media a bit. Um, not the journalistic media, but media, really. Uh, you want to you want to stay relevant. For a journalist may have become uh, popular at, at some point, you do not want your, your popularity to go down. And if it's dropping, you need to find things that can, you know, really, really push it up. 
So uh-huh. for for, for this is this was a, a major opportunity, basically. I mean, Pesmogan is known for being a national fan, right? But for, for the most uh-huh. part, Pesmogan's uh, popularity is more around you know reportage for on other aspects of life, economics and and, and, and things of that nature. Not necessarily football. It's just known uh-huh. as, as a national fan that runs on Twitter, right? But now is 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 in a way with this interview navigating himself or finding his way into that football journalism and that's mm. another way of keeping your popularity basically because then it's by keeping yourself controversial and getting in, in that space where people really dwell in sports football then you stick that you, you got that popularity staying on, on on you that focus on you still i mean i know rado i don't know but i feel rado was my face my gun for his controversial uh personality basically mm. to make it blow mm. a lot more so mm-hmm. that was almost like, like um i'm running i'm running your back let me back back it's what i'm trying to say yeah, yeah i understand but wally now what i'm my thought process is this ronaldo knows he's a manchester united legend why would he go that far just because he wants a move in january why i don't understand ego. this i think it's, I, I think it's all about ego so you're gonna tarnish your entire um your entire uh um what's the right word to use? Um um uh, the reputation you have built up for years. Okay. Just, just because you want a move. See, the thing is wanting out is not the problem. You can want out if you're tired. It's fine, it's fantastic. Just resolve it amicably have a formal discussion with your manager and then there'll be a smooth transition and then you find yourself wherever you want to go to you do not have to tarnish your image because you want to move so i'm i'm, I'm really surprised I, I think there is more to it that we don't understand because i, I can't understand yeah i don't know if you see what i'm saying he's a manchester united legend people know that he knows that why would he destroy that image just because he wants to leave in January? It's sick. Um, so I, I, I really don't think actually. Just, I think from his perspective, he would realize that you know, yeah. So that there, there are three sets of fans involved here. One, the Ronaldo fans. That no matter what it does, is already there. There is they will stay his fan for life. The second set are the ones that are also going to support him based on the fact that they speak about this oh um the crew the iglesias are just taking money from manchester united um they're not building uh right and they're not taking care of ultra for that like that then the, 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 that third section of fans would be practical and be like ah, no, no 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 this is not professional from Ronaldo. so he knows or he would have known that if you if you have three uh portions of fans if you can get two of those portions to still be behind you that means you're still safe. So in a way, for me, this this will blow over. Um, it's like it takes us as a, as a man you great would remain after he retires and takes over nature. Yes, people talk about this controversial period again, but by that time, well, sorry, it will I, I be Sorry, I, I, we there are reports telling us that his moral at outside Old Trafford is being brought down his image on on on, on um the wall at Trafford is being brought down we saw video clips of people doing that the Trafford staff 
must have, um, they must have paid the staff to bring it down. And secondly, the security men in Carrington have been informed not to allow Ronaldo into the training facility, even if he comes back from the World Cup. These are measures that have been taken. So, so the thing is, his image is going down. His his reputation is gone as a legend in Manchester. That is a glazier thing. That's not the fans. That's a that's a glazier. That's a corporation thing. That's a company. That's the part of the company. The heart of the fans is the heart of the fans. But the club, they are being run by people. Do you understand what I'm saying? They are being run by people. But the people right there, he has he has broken their hearts. Let me put it that way. And do you think? new set of people who were manchester united fans or who have worked in the previous uh, in certain capacity as an employer would have this um law factor for ronaldo even if hands change at, at, at the head um, there's a new ceo and there's a new owner do you think they would bring those um moral and statue back to old trafford that's almost impossible um Wally. so my my thought process is that his legendary status has been as, as let me just put as diminished madly since that nonsense interview he had with Pierce Morgan. Of course, yes, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. There will still be some Ronaldo fanboys out there that um, they just need time for this thing to heal and then they continue being a fan of Ronaldo, not Ronaldo as a player of Manchester United. So, Stephen, I'll tell you this, right? So, right now, let's say Stephen has about, you know, say, $60 billion to play with. Right, let's say you have Elon Musk or something, right? And then you want to buy a major popular club, right? Like you want to get into football as a, as, a, as, a, as, a, as an owner. And then you say, for example, the Glazers has put money up so Now, to get the fans um, behind you, basically, one of the key things you want to do is uh, run that PR game. And Running mm. the PR game, I mean, you know this very well. You 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 have been in PR for some time as well. Mm. Running that PR game is a popularity contest, which means that you have to find things you can use to boost up your popularity. Um, as against yeah. previous owners or whatever the case might be, which would mean yeah. include things like you know, for, uh, uh, finding that part of oh, what Rando said about and trust. Remember, it's not Rando. Rando is the first person to say things about uh, the way the players are around the club. Guy Neville, Paul Scholes, Roy Kane. These are legends of mine uh, that have actually retired and, and that are still pundits. And the likes of them have said things like, oh, the guys that are that, 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 that spoiling my you, making money out of my you. On me, what is bad? Guys have done their best and they've left. They didn't say it while as an employee of the club at the moment. I, they are left. I absolutely agree with you. I'm just saying that if or when the new owner comes in play, by that time, Ronaldo might have even retired. I'm saying this period that we are going through right now is a recent, it's a, it's a recency bad kind of thing. In say five years, six, seven, eight years, um, Ronaldo will still be known as, as, as a Man legend. But do you think he'll ever be welcome back? <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, except, except the Gators will still own Man U. The, the point where the, the Gators actually leave Man U still coming back to Manchester United in any capacity. Um. So, what if my man uh, United by, 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 by the Arabs? What if my like, like, imagine my United is bought by the Arabs? 
Do you think okay? Such a thing. The, 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 I mean, you know, the Arabs actually use um, sports as a as, a, as an opportunity for them to actually, you know, give their countries a better in quotes. Yeah. Their government, mm. yeah. So, like, what what's happening in Newcastle, Masti, PSG, and the likes. Mm. So, this would be a perfect opportunity for them to come in and then, uh, you know, spin that PR as hard as possible. So, trust me, mm. it will probably find okay. a back in. Okay, okay. Oh, well, um, whichever way, I, I personally, I do not see Ronaldo coming back to Manchester United in any capacity, even if hands change, even if the leaders change. I do not see, even if they are inviting, which I do not believe will ever happen, he will turn it down. Uh, anyway, that, that's it about um, Cristiano Ronaldo and his interview with Piers Morgan. And if there are new updates from the club about how it's um, going to be, we will definitely update you on the Soul Football Show. So as as we speak now, uh, Ronaldo is with... Um, his teammates in um, Qatar, the Portuguese national team, and they are preparing for the World Cup. And um, from what we heard, he is coming from the moment the World Cup ends, he will likely find a new club where he would continue his football career. 100% is not continuing his career in Manchester United. So as things unfold, we're going to let you know. So it's been a fantastic show today and we thank you all for listening. Wally, thank you so much for your time on the show today. I really do appreciate it. It's an absolute pleasure to be here. Mm-hmm. So we hope um, we'll get to see you some other time on the show, Wally. Absolutely. Absolutely. Again, thanks again, guys, for being with us on the Soul Football Show. Um, that's a wrap for today, and uh, we really um, do appreciate your effort. Thanks for listening. So, if you really enjoyed the show, well, we urge you to please share um, today's episode on your social media platforms so that other football fans can get the excitement and get the fun of it and uh moving on from that it's good to also remind you that the soul football show is a product of soulfootball.com s double f double dot com soulfootball.com so you can always check out soulfootball.com um it's a football blog where you can get educational football content so um again Thanks for listening. Bye for now. Till our next episode.